All right, welcome to the Big Guns Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Commissioner Jay. Welcome you back to another season of great fantasy football. Well, two weeks are in the books, both fantasy and NFL. And what do we know? Well, in the Big Guns Fantasy League, we have three undefeated teams at 2-0. Troops Mortal Enemy, Voodoo Rage, and the New Jersey football team. So congrats to those three guys for holding their own. And uh, we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the season. So what's going on in the National Football League right now after two weeks? What can we surmise during the season's start? The first two games, we're in the infant stages, but again, there are some storylines for sure. Number one, the Giants took a loss 30-29 to against the Washington football team. Tyler Heineke getting it done as he's now the starting quarterback as Fitzmagic on the shelf. And the Giants... Just couldn't get it done. Danny Dimes becoming a rusher, a guy who can run, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Nine catch, actually nine rushes for 95 yards and a touchdown. Just wasn't enough to make them win. And Joe Judge now has to figure out how to fix this Giants team. At 0-2 in this division, it's tough sledding. Do they have enough weapons with Kenny Galladay and Sterling Shepard and Saquon Barkley? and Danny Dimes to get it done. Is the defense strong enough to hold off against teams like the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team for that matter? We see the Washington football team pull ahead 30 to 29 and win that game. It's a tough loss. Really is, especially ending on a penalty that gives five more yards. Very tough stuff. But uh, the Giants have got some work to do and they've got to get it right quickly. I don't know if Joe Judge has enough and if this season goes like I think it's going to go, they're going to be drafting a quarterback in the spring. Bengals lose to the Bears 20-17. to The Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, hurt. Justin Fields in there. What do we know? Well, everybody's clamoring for Justin Fields. We've heard that numerous times on every fantasy network, on every NFL broadcast. Bring in Justin Fields. Obviously, the two schools of thought is, you know, protect this guy, let this guy see how the NFL offense is run. But it looks like he's going to be propelled. I said week three, and here we are, week three. Justin Fields, whether it be an injury or lack of good play from the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, Justin Fields is going to be starting. Well, they won against the Bengals 20-17. to And Joe Burrow, pedestrian effort to say the least, uh, he threw a bunch of interceptions. He's got a lot of weapons. That offensive line doesn't give him a lot of time, so he's forcing some passes. Joe Mixon running well. Tyler Boyd had a good game, 7 of 73 yards. Uh, getting that ball around the field. Uh, defensively, again, uh, not able to get it done. The Bears winning. So at 1-1, one one, both the Bears and the Bengals, you know, they're, they're, they're fine. Uh, but again, the Bengals have got to figure that out. And um, Jamar Chase, what kind of game did he have in week two? It was an okay game. It wasn't great. They spread the offense around a lot. And you see T. Higgins and you see Tyler Boyd. You see Joe Mixon. So it's situational in my, in my opinion. So it's going to be tough uh, for fantasy owners to sit by the T. Higgins, the Tyler Boyds, the Jamar Chases, and the Joe Mixons because you just don't know where it's going to go. So Time will tell. For the Bears, Dave Montgomery seems to be running very well. 
Now with the question is with Justin Fields coming in this week, which it looks like it looks like the Red Rocket is doubtful. Will he be stealing carries away from David Montgomery? Will he be able to do the touch passes or you see a lot of glitch gimmick plays from Fields? We don't know. So time will tell. Nagy's held him out as long as he could. My prediction was three games. We're here at three games. So take it for what it's worth. Browns, Texans. The Browns winning 31 to 21. Terod Taylor down. And that's a, a tough injury because, again, uh, you look at the way this team started off the season uh, and with a win. Uh, they took a loss 31-21 to 21 against the Browns. And uh, Baker Mayfield, again, good effort, not a great effort. You know, 213 yards and a touchdown. But his completion is 19-21, so he was pretty accurate. Nick Chubb, good day of work, 11 for 95 and a touchdown. And Brandon Cooks on the other side, balling out, uh, 9 for 78 and a touchdown. And he continues to be the spark plug for that team. And you look at the uh, Carolina Panthers going to the Texans for a Thursday night matchup for week number three to start off the week. And that should be an interesting matchup. Uh, Carolina 2-0 and right now, hot. It's hot. Uh, so we'll talk more about that a little bit later. Rams and the Colts. Well, the Rams are 2-0. This is a big surprise. The Colts are 0-2. Not really much of a surprise. And, oh, Carson Wentz sprained both ankles. Not one, but two. And uh, if you're Frank Reich right now, you're just face-palming, and you're like, Jesus Christ, what did I do? Why did we bring this guy in? The Eagles told us that this team didn't believe in Carson Wentz. It was a long shot. But they believed that this team didn't have a starting quarterback and the change of venue would do him good. It looks like Carson Wentz is what everyone else in the league thought he would be. And that's an injury-prone, subpar quarterback. Yeah, that's my take. They're 0-2 right now, and Frank Reich knows that this team is going to have to dig out in a quick way. But I don't know if it can. Jacob Easton's going to be the starting quarterback for week three. You can put as much hype into that as you want. Just don't see it. Uh, I think Jacob Eason is not even a quality backup quarterback, despite what anybody in Indianapolis is going to tell you. Uh, the Rams beat them in a close game. And again, they're staying around in games. But again, you see the same old Colts from last year losing close games. And this is where they were expecting Carson Wentz to take them to that next level to finish it off. Carson Wentz can't get out of his own way. So here we are. Jonathan Taylor, again, not starting out the way that I expected. I know from the big guns league, he's he's my big court, big running back and he just hasn't played well. And um, again, if they're going to win some games, he has to have a strong day at the office so far. I haven't seen it. So we'll see. If you look at some of the other games, the Buffalo bills after week one, losing to the Steelers, everybody was like, what just happened? This Buffalo bills team was predicted to go to the super bowl, win the division. MVP, Josh Allen. And then they lost. And then some of the fair weather bandwagon Bills fans jumped off. And some of us also said it's just one week. Just like Aaron Rodgers said, it's just one week. Well, guess what? The Bills own the Dolphins. 35 to nothing. Defense reigns supreme. Josh Allen still didn't look good. 
And that's concerning to me, and I'm sure a lot of other Josh Allen owners out there. I know GV, who's 0-2 to start off the Big Guns League, can't be happy with Josh Allen's performance as he picked him overall. You look at the way that the Bills are playing right now, the running game had to show up in week two, and it did in a big way. Singletary and Moss did what they had to do. But the passes still weren't accurate for Josh Allen, and that needs to get fixed correctly. They face off against a really tough Washington football team defense at home. And this is where Josh Allen's got to get his comfort back. They slapped around the Dolphins. The Dolphins are what I thought they would be. Complete trash. Tua, (laughs) one completion, 13 yards. Hurt his ribs. Bye-bye. Jacoby Brissett, perennial backup. He's not a starter. I don't care what anybody says. He got slapped around too as this defense got nasty. Greg Rousseau, he's a real deal. Big baller bean, getting it done. Bringing a guy in that solidifies. This defense was teeing off on the Dolphins, and they need to tee off on Tyler Heineke in week three. They need to just fix the pass. Everything else was perfect last week. The pass was just a little bit off. Then again, he throws across his body to Stefan Diggs in the end zone in some crazy play that you're not expecting to happen. So we'll see. Pretty confident the Bills are, are going to right that ship. And this is a first great jumping off game. As for Tua, they need to start looking to the spring for a draft because honestly, Tua's not the guy. You could say he's a nice guy. You could say he's a great guy. He's Tua. Tua trash. Sorry. Moving on, the Patriots and the Jets. And there was optimism after week number one, the way the Jets played that game against Carolina. In week number two, the Patriots came in and did what they had to do, 25-6. to six. Zach Wilson, four interceptions. And the Jets have seen this movie before. They know this movie and, and what happens with it. Zach Wilson looks like a 12-year-old with that headband. And, and I like what I see from him. He's got baller moves, but it's the Jets. Robert Soleil knows that, and he's got to fix that quickly. I don't know if he has enough in the tank. Already after week two, they're 0-2. They continue where they left off last year. Despite having Michael Carter and Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Tevin Coleman, Zach Wilson. Patriots in Mac and Cheese Jones. And everybody wants to give this kid the Super Bowl ring already. He's playing well. Let's be honest. He is playing well. But let's just wait and see until, you know, the Bills get a hold of him. Let's see how he reacts. The Patriots did what they had to do. Damian Harris continued another strong game, one of the angriest runs I've seen in the last few years. This guy was bowling over people. He was a bull in a china shop. 16 to 62 in a touchdown, and that was one hell of a touchdown. If you haven't seen it, Google that shit. It was nasty. The run game is really important for the Patriots and obviously for Mac Jones, because again, their receivers are, they're okay. They're not great. Uh, Tom Brady had poor receivers as well, but he was such a good quarterback. He made them look good. Made Chris Hogan look good. Come on now. Um, You know, it's some of these guys that stick around the national football league. And if they get a good quarterback, the quarterback makes them look good. I don't know if Mac Jones has that in him yet. He is in a big time system. And they needed this win to stay in, in touch uh, with the league. This was a big divisional game. 
and uh, the Patriots won. So we'll see what happens uh, going forward with that team. But uh, Mac Jones. And, and the interesting part about the whole Patriots thing is, you know, people in Patriot land, as I, I look on social media, they're, they're all, oh, you know, we love uh, Mac Jones. He's our guy. Mac Jones fell to you. You didn't go and get him. So let's not say he's your guy. He was a guy that you needed because you knew Cam Newton wasn't the answer. It'll be interesting to see this week if Cam Newton finds a team. I think the league has figured out Cam Newton's big-ass personality isn't sitting well with a lot of owners. His non-vaccination status, though we don't want to get into that on this show, is a big deal. I know certainly Ron Rivera with his sickness, didn't want some guy who was callous with his health. But for sure, uh, we'll see if Cam Newton finds his way onto a team because, again, there are some quarterbacks out there that are going to start in week three that I would take Cam Newton over. But do you want the baggage that comes with Cam Newton? That's the question you have to ask yourself. For me, nah. I'll look inward like some of, some of these other teams said. 49ers are 2-0 and against the Eagles. They won 17-11. to Eagles kind of came back down to earth after their first opening week win. And the Niners, you know, Jalen Hurts, 12 of 20 for 190, kind of didn't look that great. Uh, but he ran the ball really well, 10 for 82 and a touchdown. And uh, that's what you're going to get with Jalen Hurts. You're going to get that scrambling quarterback. He can also throw the ball good. Quez Watkins. Two catches for 117 yards. To say this guy's got big playability is an understatement. To use him regularly is what they need to do. And uh, the Eagles next week have a huge matchup against the Cowboys Monday night on the road. So this is where everybody in Eagle land will, will get to see what this cat's all about. And if he is the real deal, the jury is still out, in my opinion, for that team. But uh, again, looking better than they did last year. The Raiders are 2-0. and Yeah, you heard it right. The Raiders are 2-0. and They beat the Steelers 26-17. to And is John Gruden and Mike Mayock geniuses? Is Derek Carr that good? Eh, I don't think so. Okay, I'm going to put it out there. I'm sorry, David Carr fans. I, or not David Carr, Derek Carr. I just don't think he's he's the guy. I mean, sure, he's leading after two weeks. Every once in a while, a quarterback has a good game. But there's been some launched balls hurled up in the air, and some of these receivers have come down with it. I don't know if it's perfect play. Got some weapons with Ruggs and Renfro and Waller and Jacobs. Maybe we'll gel together. Maybe they will be a formidable force in this division. I just think that they're going to fall off and fall off hard. Uh, Raiders fans obviously don't want to hear that. Uh, we'll see. As for the Steelers, again, losing that game at home was a tough pill to swallow. The Steelers just didn't have everything clicking. And we see it in the Bills game. I mean, they won the game more defensively than offensively. And uh, in this game, offense reigned supreme, and the Raiders were able to do it. Uh, you know, you look at Najee Harris. Again, 38 yards rushing. Again, that's not going to scare anybody. Henry Ruggs, can he consistently put up those kind of numbers? Five for 113 and a touchdown. And, and again, the majority of those yards was on a big pass. We don't know. We don't know what we're going to see. 
so we'll find out what the Raiders uh, can do and uh, and how they can go forth. Uh, from a fantasy standpoint, again, is there continuity? I mean, yeah, you see Darren Waller and you see Derek Carr. He's put up consistent numbers for two weeks, but who's it going to be this week? Who's going to be in week three? Panthers, 2-0. and That's right, I said it. Panthers are 2-0. and Sam Darnold is loving life right now. 26-7 over the Saints. The Saints couldn't get out of their own way after slapping the Packers. And again, week one, people feeling it out, feeling good. Sam Darnold, 2-0. Chris McCaffrey, yeah, he's good. They are looking good defensively, and I think that's the difference. Offensively, they're clicking as well. Darnold, 305 and two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, 74, or yeah, 72 yards rushing and a touchdown. DJ Moore, eight for 79 and a touchdown. Again, offensively and defensively, they're 2-0. and And uh, we'll see against the Texans how they perform. I'm really looking forward to that game. Broncos are 2-0, and beating the Jags, 23-13. to Jags are 0-2. And that may surprise some people because everybody expected long-haired Trevor Lawrence to take them to the promised land. Urban Meyer, take them to the promised land. And I said, you know what? They're still the same Jags. And the Jags are just all over the place. Urban Meyer is not in college anymore. Trevor Lawrence worries more about his hair than anything else. And I was not a big fan of him. I'm definitely not a big fan of him. The Broncos are holding true. And I said this was going to be a dark horse team that, that could really contend. Teddy Bridgewater is a game manager. He's a guy that's going to keep a team afloat. He's not flashy all the time. But he's better than a lot of quarterbacks out there. And he gets it done. You look at his passing, 328, two touchdowns. Had a good game. Javante Williams. 64 yards rushing. And again, they have to figure out with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams if they're going to hand the reins off to him. Cortland Sutton, guy went off. 9 for 159. And uh, Jared Judy not being in there, Cortland Sutton's going to get the majority of the targets, and he did. And uh, the Jaguars lost 23 to 13 to the Broncos. And uh, defensively and offensively, they're clicking. So both sides of the ball. So we'll see if the Broncos can continue their way as the AFC West has provided us with some great entertainment out of the gate. Vikings and the Cardinals. The Vikings won 34-33 to on a Joseph wide right kick. Technically, the Vikings should have won that game, but they didn't. The Vikings are now 0-2. And guess what? The Cardinals are 2-0. Kyler Murray, this just in. He's good, guys. Real good. And I picked him third overall in our fantasy league. And I'm sure there were some owners out there that were like, what is he doing? He left Christian McCaffrey on the table. Is he high? What's wrong with him? I believe a lot in Kyler Murray. I did. That was my plan. I wanted Josh Allen. I'm glad I didn't get him, to be honest with you, because he's starting off really rough. Kyler Murray, he's been balling out. And he's a human highlight reel. And the rest of the team is playing well. Defensively, they're playing well. And offensively. Dalvin Cook had a good game. 22 for 131. And he looks very well. Him and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, they'll be fine. Kirk Cousin was getting the ball out there. It was a good, good game. And highlights on both sides. A high-scoring affair. 
Uh, Cardinals could be one and one right now. The Vikings could be one and one, but it's not. So now the Vikings have got a tough road ahead of them. Um, again, the Packers one and one after a very impressive victory over the Lions. But uh, again, I think the Cardinals are, are looking good in the neighborhood and they're vying again, the Cardinals and the Niners undefeated more to come on that one. Buccaneers and the Falcons. Oh, by the way, Tom Brady, <laughs> the ageless wonder continues to amaze me. Really does. I just don't get it. I, I, I really don't. I mean, this guy should by all likelihood suck. He should, he should have Peyton Manning numbers like at the end of Peyton Manning's career, but he doesn't. He's balling out. And a lot of people said Bucks Super Bowl. Starting to believe it. Starting to believe the hype. Defensively, you knew they'd be good. Offensively, they're clicking on all cylinders. Their run game is working. Their passing game is working. The quarterback is working. Not much more to say. As for the Falcons, Falcons are 0-2. I don't know if you expected them to be 1-2. Uh, I know there's some owners in this league that definitely did. And um, you haven't heard a lot about that tight end. What was his name again? Oh, yeah, Kyle Pitts. He's putting up okay numbers, but he's not taking the league by storm. Did the Falcons screw up by taking him that early? Time will tell. They definitely need a quarterback. Matt Ryan, he threw 300 yards and two touchdowns, so you know, do they still need one? But they're behind in football games, and Matt Ryan's getting a lot of fantasy garbage points. And again, for fantasy owners, good for you. For the Falcons, not so much. Mike Davis, playing well. They're just losing the big games, and that's the, the problem we're at right now. Cowboys and the Chargers, and I watched this game. This was a hell of a game, too. Uh, the Cowboys defensively showed up in this game. Uh, they were forcing Justin Herbert to make some mistakes. They did some great things. Uh, Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard, a great one-two combination. And, and again, fantasy owners obviously have to be kind of concerned because Tony Pollard is balling out. 13 rushes for 109 yards and a touchdown. You know, I mean, again, he technically looks better than Zeke Elliott. But if you put in Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott's going to go off. If you put Zeke in, Tony Pollard's going to go off. It's a, it's a catch-22 in my opinion. But again, Justin Herbert looks good. And uh, 338 and a touchdown. He was throwing some dimes in there beautifully. Uh, Keenan Allen making some acrobatic catches. Uh, the Chargers will be fine. Uh, Cowboys, uh, they're going to be in the thick of this division. Uh, the Chargers have got their work cut out for them in a tough, tough division as well. Uh, but again, the Chargers have uh, good offensive and defensive weapons, and I think that they will be vying at least for a wild card spot this year. Uh, again, you know, you have to be able to um, stand tall in your division. And uh, the Chargers, I think, uh, will be okay. Titans come back to beat the Seahawks. This was a game that I thought the Seahawks were going to win. Uh, Tyler Lockett doing Tyler Lockett things. Uh, Russell Wilson, you know, just doing what he does well. Uh, Chris Carson running the ball well. But Derrick Henry woke up, and he woke up in a big way. 35 rushes for 182 yards and three touchdowns. Again, if you had Aaron Jones or Derrick Henry this week in fantasy, you did good. You really did. Uh, will they hand him the ball 35 times a game? Probably not. It's a long season. But when it matters most, 
Derrick Henry put his head down and got loose. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, 347. That run game opens up that pass game. And uh, they just kept going, kept going, kept going. And uh, Ryan Suckup with the game-winning field goal to win by three. Uh, Titans definitely needed that game. Uh, it was definitely a tough game. Ravens and the Chiefs. Lamar, F and Jackson. Now, again, I watched this game as well, and everybody had a man crush on Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid and the Chiefs. The Ravens said, screw you. They balled out. They played well. They played some smash mouth football, and I was liking that. They were running two, three running backs. Fantasy-wise, it didn't help anybody. But uh, with Lamar Jackson running the ball and Devonta Freeman running the ball and Latavius Murray running the ball and Tyson Williams running the ball, the Chiefs had some trouble. Now, mind you, they should have won the game. It was on a fumble, uh, you know, basically. Uh, but this time it worked out for Lamar Jackson. He only had 107 yards passing and two touchdowns. Uh, but it was enough to get the job done. And uh, the Chiefs are 1-1, one and, one, and I think a lot of people in the fantasy world expected the Chiefs to go off. Um, again, Mahomes 343 and three touchdowns. It's not like he didn't play well, but they didn't win. Good for the Ravens. Thank you very much. Made my evening. And then last night, the Monday night game, the pack, they're back 35 to 17 over the lions. And I'll tell you what, the lions in the first half looked good. And, uh, they look like a different team. Jared Goff cast aside by the Rams saying he was crap. Um, I think he played well. I mean, I really do. Uh, but the Packers were ready to play. Uh, four touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones, uh, one rushing touchdown, and I think three others in the air. Devontae Adams, nine for 121. Um, and again, you watch the game, you watch what the Packers did, and they ran the ball. And that was a big deal. Getting that ball and, and you know, I watched the Peyton Manning, Eli Manning Monday night thing. And I'm still on the fence if I like it or not, because they are talking over each other. And Eli Manning looks like the slow kid. Um, I just I can't stand it. Like some an owner said to me, he's like a passenger. And and he is. He's not driving that at that show. It, it's Peyton Manning. He was talking over everybody. Uh, but they were right about a lot of things. They're talking about the two high safeties that the Lions were doing it, you know, and, and basically Peyton Manning's like, hey, run the ball, run the ball. You know, it's boring, but run the ball. Finally, Aaron Rodgers says, screw it. I'm going to start throwing the ball. And, and uh, you know what? Things got got loose and uh, they played well. So, um, you know, it's it was it was a good game and uh, they just couldn't figure out this team. And, and it's understandable. It really is. So just before we're out of time, we'll talk a little bit. Again, some of the games, I think some of the big games to look forward to in week three. As we look through Titans and the Colts, and uh, Colts have got to win this game, and they're going to, to Titanland, and that's going to be a tough game. And I think if they go 0-3, you're going to see some changes. I don't know what those changes might be for the Colts, uh, but 0-3 is a tough place to be. Chargers and the Chiefs, this is a game I'm also looking at. Uh, Justin Herbert and the Chiefs, both one and one, but they're going into Arrowhead, tough place to play. Uh, Eckler's got to be on his game. Herbert's got to be on his game. Allen's got to be on his game. And the defense has got to force Patrick Mahomes to make mistakes. 
these acrobatic BS throws that he makes, you know, behind his back or underneath his leg, it's, it's insane. And they got to stop that because again, your luck's going to run out soon uh, for sure. Uh, some of the other games, again, one in one Bengals versus one in one Steelers. The Bengals have got to, to put the Steelers in their place. They have a tough defense. That offensive line is going to have to hold up to allow uh, Justin uh, or Joe Burrow, not Justin Burrow. I got Justin Herbert in my head. Uh, Burrow, enough time to throw that ball. And if it can happen, who knows? Cardinals and the Jags. Cardinals could walk out of this 3-0. and Jags can go 0-3. Urban Meyer, not a happy man, uh, but I definitely can see that happening. Uh, Cardinals are looking really, really good. Some of the other games, and this is a great game, this 4 o'clock game, Buccaneers at the Rams. Both 2-0 teams, Tom Brady versus Matthew Stafford. And uh, strap it on, folks. This is going to be a good one. Uh, both of them have great defenses. Both of them have good quarterbacks. We'll see. Very equal in a lot of ways. And this could be an NFC championship matchup so we'll see how that works out uh, Packers and the Niners is another great game uh, Niners are 2-0 right now uh, Packers are 1-1 but Packers look really good this is another game I can't wait for this game uh, it's the 8 o'clock game uh, will be great and uh, so definitely uh, some good games on the docket uh, for us as well uh, so that's all the time I got for now uh, we'll talk a little bit more fantasy about the Big Guns Fantasy League and how teams are doing in our next podcast. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button. Give me some feedback. Talk to you soon. Commissioner out.